0: All right, everybody. I got my stank face on for that rock and roll intro. Welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. I am here, your host, Tom, also known as Robots, with my co-host, my wonderful and beautiful daughter, and intelligent, and all the other things that you say about somebody when you want to compliment them, Lainey. Lainey, welcome back. How's it going?
1: It's going good. I finally started Fallout 76 today
0: awesome very exciting. Yeah. Awesome. yeah so let's talk about that just for a second we are having a very very special special show today because those of you who are watching live at twitch.tv slash robots radio will not only be able to see this episode as we record it like usual on Monday nights 9 p.m. Eastern 6 p.m. Pacific but after the show Lainey has created a new character she's she's got Fallout 76 on PC she will be joining us in the world of Appalachia to find out what's going on you don't know a ton about the game yet i don't think there's (laughs) No, i really don't there are things that have not been spoiled for you so we're gonna get to do that so after this episode right after this episode we will be streaming the laney's playthrough i might create a new character as well you already created a character and you asked me for some name choices and you went with none of them but i know i'm going to um go through my list because i think maybe our listeners would have voted for one of mine rather than what you went with.
1: Please use one. Honestly, if someone makes a character with one, like send it to us. That'd these are be so these funny. are great
0: names. I don't know why you didn't. Okay, so she decided to go with Hope <laughs> because Hope was the only thing that didn't come out of Pandora's box, right? And, and that's
1: well, my my username on everything. Right? It's it's a play on
0: Pandora. Right? And and <laughs> what was the other idea? Oh, uh, uh, it's just
1: really funny to think that like like Hope's gonna come beat you up, right? It's like.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, oh, you, got, you got shot in the face <laughs> by hope. Congratulations. Yeah, it's kind of ironic, right? So here are my here are my suggested names here. We have. Oh, thank you, Toon. Tune. Toon's Tune, uh, rating here with 36 uh, people. Welcome to Universal. Welcome to Universal, friends. We are right at the beginning of recording the Fallout Lorecast. Welcome. Thanks for being here. And we're talking about Right after this stream, we will be right after we record this episode of the show. We're talking about the Zetons today. We will be taking Laney into the world of Fallout 76 on PC. So you guys are welcome to join us. You can come play with us in game. You can stay for the stream. You can hang Thanks out. Thanks for the follow, buddy. Thanks for the follow. I'm sure a lot of those things are be popping up. Um, so let's let's get into the the names that I offered Lainey as names for her character that she decided not to go with. All of you guys are welcome to use these because they're completely open. I'm sure nobody else has been using these yet. So she wrote me uh, a message earlier and was like, was like what should I name my character? And sent me a, ca- a picture of, of her character's face. You know, very attractive female looking character. Maybe some scars a little bit, looks Thanks like, the on pop, the face. Buddy. And my first suggestion was a Poopsmith Cauliflower. What do you think of that one, Lainey?
1: It, well, you spelled cauliflower long, wrong. I didn't know if that was on purpose or not, but I didn't call you out for it.
0: Yeah, I'm just eh, typing in my phone real quick. I I don't know. But it was like <laughs> C-O-L-L-Y flower, which seems mm. prettier than collie eh, with an I flower. Um, yeah. So you, well, you didn't go with that one. You didn't like that one. Probably because of the Poopsmith part, right? Um, my next option for her was Dr. Zelda McHemroid.
1: Classy. Classy just- name
0: old a smart person that's a a smart person she's a doctor right um then uh lady dukington 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 going along with the whole poop thing here um and then turd ferguson which i just had to throw in there because we were doing the poop thing and then saint elmo's s uh, say elmo s fire non-poop joke but um a saint that's kind of cool um And then just completely went off the deep end with Deadly Yet Silent. That one was a joke. These other ones were clearly legitimate offers. Um, So if you guys want to use any of these, you're welcome to use them. So let's move on to our actual show and uh, start talking about some Zetans. So this week, we're talking about everybody's favorite, cuddly, little friendly visitors from a faraway world. The Zetans. Zetans? Zeta? 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 Zetans? Zetans.
1: Right, it's Zeta like the letter.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Lainey's been doing some research. She's been digging up some stuff about the Zetans. Um, Lainey, why don't you take this away? I know you have some thoughts on this.
1: Uh, Sure. So... Aliens are in pretty much every Fallout game. You'll encounter at least one somewhere if you're lucky. Um, In the world of Fallout, it was unclear for a while if the aliens were, like, actually separate from other wasteland things happening. Some players speculated that maybe either they were created, kind of like super mutants were, or they were affected by radiation. Like, ghouls may have been, but this isn't the case. Um, If you look into... Information you can find about these aliens in the games, not just the Zaydens, but the other ones um, as well, because there are other ones. Other you'll find aliens? That they were there. What? Other aliens? Spoilers.
0: Spoilers. <laughs>
1: um, you'll find that they were there long before the Great War even happened, and actually, some of the really cool technology that we're familiar with came from and was inspired by alien tech.
0: Okay, it's pretty neat. Okay. Um, yeah, go on.
1: Yeah. So, before the Great War happened, you know, America was just doing its thing. And, of course, you know, some people believed in aliens, some people didn't. But it wasn't really clear if they existed or not, or if they had visited Earth or not. Um, yeah, very,
0: very kind of common pre, pre-war mentality, late 20th century. Oh, there's aliens. No, you're silly. There aren't aliens. But I saw a flying saucer. They have to be real. But that story is just fake. That, that whole debate thing, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so they definitely didn't acknowledge aliens as a real possibility, at least on, like, a government level, as, well, as, you know, as far as people could tell, until uh, the space race, where um, a space capsule, a, a United States space capsule, the Clarabella 7, and its astronauts, I guess, uh, specifically astronaut Colonel Hardigan is who the game references are abducted by aliens Mm -hmm. and suddenly poof they're gone and people have to acknowledge that aliens do exist in this world
0: so this is Um, this is specifically at least the government is now aware that something something something's going on up here in space yeah
1: yeah because i mean if you have someone just absolutely stolen it's a space race. What an inconvenient time to have an astronaut just like <laughs>
0: just disappear. <just> <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure you could claim that you know, oh, it was the Russians or the Chinese or whoever. You know, like, right. oh yeah, it wasn't aliens. The you know, this terrible thing happened in space because of our adversaries on Earth, rather than aliens. It's a pretty easy cover-up.
1: Point. People started really speculating on it, and it became pretty widely accepted. That the US government was not only researching these aliens, but keeping them in Area 51 and mm-hmm. keeping the spacecraft and studying it. Um
0: So similar to real world conspiracy right. alien conspiracy right. theory type stuff. Yeah. For the power,
1: buddy. Absolutely. And um they found one in particular that they saved this spacecraft where they found it and they found the aliens and Another ship came in to take the spacecraft back and they, they got it and they flew out and they accidentally crashed it again in California.
0: Right. So so they, they came into Area 51 in Nevada in order to recover the crashed spacecraft and maybe the mm-hmm. bodies and then crashed in California.
1: So they ended up not getting it back and giving people more fuel to the alien fire. Um, It's also speculated that the Enclave started using alien technology as inspiration for their technology, like I referenced, um, much before the Great War happened, influencing the kinds of weaponry you might find throughout the games as you play, Um, especially if you are in Fallout 3, for example, and you're dealing with the Enclave a lot.
0: Yeah. And, and that makes sense because we know that the enclave um, was tied to the U.S. government, that they were movers and shakers inside the U.S. government, outside U.S. government. But they're the kinds of people who probably were tied to advances in technology and maybe mm-hmm. secret knowledge. So it makes sense that they would have had access to whatever the government had um, been able to recover from these crash sites.
1: Right um the brotherhood of steel also uh has been found to have some alien artifacts but not quite as many as it seems but they aren't the only ones who had it and those both are pretty you know those are pretty large factions originally the brotherhood of steel but then the enclave even is like it's the government you know these are pretty large groups of people Mm -hmm. but they weren't the only ones that were working with alien tech toy companies before the war we were also working with this alien tech who knows how they got their hands on it but apparently the company that invented giddy up buttercup the only toy that we are that we know of from this company it's called uh wilson's Automat automatoys uh-huh. and sometimes they called it uh, at, like toys right like automatoys they respelled it later on uh-huh. um, they invented giddy up buttercup it's just your little your little horse friend but apparently they were also playing around with alien tech. No clue what they made with it. They never strange. go any farther into that in the games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty strange. So uh, somebody behind the scenes at that company must have been somebody who was also in the know when it came to uh, government secrets. Maybe somebody who had previously worked in the government, somebody who had a side company, something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of these companies that are referenced in Fallout that we don't get a whole lot of background on that have very little in the way of in-game um dialogue or uh, Computer terminals with information about them. There are some that we get a lot of that stuff You know like Rob Co and a lot of the names that you know, but then these smaller companies like Wilson's Automatoy's, is is a much less lesser known entity But the idea that yeah, so even a little company like that that was making Giddy Up buttercup was tapping into alien technology in some ways is Interesting it, it just goes to show that this was more predominant in pre-world uh, pre-war america than we may have been aware of
1: yeah it seems like you know people are when i was doing this research research it really seemed like people were finding this alien technology all over you know the pre-war america which is so interesting to me i think it like it makes me wonder you know if aliens exist exist well i think they exist if aliens have right. touched touch base on our planet. right?
0: Well, that's one of the that's one of the conspiracy tropes. Right. This this idea that like the way that the Cold War was able to move forward so quickly with technology was because of alien technology that we stole the way the reason we were able to develop stealth planes in the 60s was because, you know, like there's all of these kinds of things that real world conspirators, conspirialists f- mm-hmm. use as evidence, quote, unquote. And of course, they're all speculation. Um As as to the actual use of alien technology, you know, even even things like plastics or um, You know some of the other things that some of the other advances that we've been, you know moving forward with Um, It makes me wonder if so one of the things we know in the world of fallout is that there was a severe lack of oil and that the United States was able to They never had the miniaturization of technology into um, You know small solid-state circuit boards and things like that But they were able they were able to harness the power of nuclear power for things like cars and even larger, you know, larger things, even around the home uh, robots, automation, those kinds of things. And I have to wonder if somehow the alien presence was able to help them along that direction rather than the miniaturization direction. And Maybe that's one of the reasons why miniaturization never happened was because it didn't need to they were able to have an alternate power source And so they never had to invest in researching an alternate power source or technology to go around with it
1: Yeah, that's actually really interesting and it makes sense, right? If they have the means to move in a different direction, why, you know, why spend It makes sense that they research. would split on a different
0: path. Exactly, and it makes you wonder. Like uh, we in our current world have focused on miniaturization, battery technology, um, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been until recently that we've put a lot of effort into things like wind and solar and and batteries also, and and some of these other technologies. If we were to come up against a lack of, say, oil. 20 30 years ago in a way that we didn't in the real world how much further along would we be with these advances by now if it was something that was more important for our own ability to move forward you know it, it just it just comes down to effort and time you know
1: yeah um and so as i mentioned there are a few different kinds of aliens in these games uh well the only one that's really defined is the zedans the rest of them are just your generic aliens. Um, they're not specified whether they are part of the Zaytans or not. Um, but it doesn't seem like they are, because we know who the Zaytans are. They're like, it is a it was an expansion. It's a major part of right. that game. We got
0: to spend time um, on their spaceship and actually deal with them. Right. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah. So, while the Zaytans are pretty well known, right? They're they are easily identifiable. They're behind you right now in that little image. Uh, if you're watching the stream, <laughs> yeah. you can see they're very traditional looking aliens. They've I'm, I'm also going to pull up uh,
0: images while we talk. Um, so um, oops, that's not it. That's the video. Go on. Go on.
1: Yeah, they have the green skin, skin bleh, Green skin. Sorry. And they have the big heads. And those are very classic. Just like hollywood aliens it's exactly what you would expect and it's really easy to to identify them there's no question that they're aliens and not other wasteland creatures right if you played the fallout 3 um mothership zeta add-on then you're already familiar with this but i'm gonna go over the events kind of, of what happens in that and the kinds of people you meet along the way and what that means for aliens in the fallout universe um Essentially, you come across a crashed ship and you end up abducted by another ship, like a recon ship that has gone to either, you know, save parts, save possibly alive aliens or just abduct you. It seems like they've been abducting lots of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what they do. They come to Earth to experiment on humans and study humans because... Similarly to people who've run tests to, to create super mutants, they also want to create a stronger version of themselves, a stronger version of humans. They're melding the DNA together, um, which is a very traditional alien trope, this idea that they're going to abduct people and like put the alien DNA in, right. whatever that means for the story. Right. Um, in this case, they create these half-human, half-alien abominations that's what they're called is abominations and they truly are they look terrifying they look like if you took an alien and then like stretched out all the bits in a way that is unnatural and they're just kind of like lanky but also big it's not pretty Mm -hmm. they do this in order to create these people into biological weapons they want to Use them either in their own space wars, Star Wars, if you will. Star Wars. Or if they want to put them on Earth, it's really unclear because you don't see them encountering anyone else other than humans, but really, how would you? Mm-hmm. But when you play this add on, you are not the only human still on the ship, and you have to escape. You can't stay on the ship. I mean, you can.
0: You could. But I mean, you can't you- stay in your cell and never leave. <laughs>
1: At what cost, though?
0: (laughs) Uh, A lot of uh, your own personal time and boredom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, on the ship, you encounter a lot of people and they, they try to help you escape. You also encounter these abominations. You have to fight them. And they're comparable to zombies, essentially they don't really have any thoughts other than that they see you and they want to eat you, kind of like ghouls. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. really similar to other creatures we encounter Mm -hmm. where they just want to go after you. They don't function like a normal person. Um, And you would think that really they are just a monster except for that when you kill them.
0: Sometimes... Uh-oh! We lost Lainey. She dropped off. Hold on a second. I'm sure she'll come back. Oh! Are you back? We lost video on you. There you are.
1: Okay. Sorry about that. I don't know. Uh, it's my bad. Okay.
0: In- internet, you know. So, the internet.
1: You know. Sorry about that. No um yeah. So if you kill them, they will sometimes thank you for it, which means that somewhere <laughs> in these abominations' heads, their past humans still exist, which is absolutely tragic.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that idea of like uh thank you for putting me out of my misery you know mm-hmm. like Ooh. that's dark yeah. mm-hmm.
1: it's really scary i mean and people question that with i mean you see it with things like zombies and zombie media and literature right. this idea that sometimes right most of the time you assume that a zombie is completely brainless but sometimes you might Encounter one that's really struggling, or like while they're transitioning this battle of yeah. like, what do you do? Are they still in there?
0: Is there something it's still awful. from the yeah from the original person still underneath? Yeah.
1: mm mm-hmm. Um, and then you meet other people, like I've mentioned, and you meet a, a good variety. Some of them are from uh, the wasteland, and so you you encounter a raider, I mean- or I think it's a, a slaver in particular. This is Fallout Three, and Uh, she's one of the first people who really helps you. I think she's your cellmate, but either way, she kind of leads you in the right direction to start escaping. And then on your way out, you meet a handful of other people, such as um, a little girl, as well as Mm -hmm. a cowboy from the Wild West days. Right. uh, (laughs) And even a samurai.
0: A samurai, yeah. who is the oldest character (laughs) in Fallout history. He's probably the earliest uh, that we know of a Um, division between our timeline and the Fallout timeline is probably Mm -hmm. the abduction of of that character.
1: Right, which is interesting. Encountering him is interesting because he can't speak English, of course. Mm -hmm. And so everyone else on the ship can communicate other than the aliens, and he can't, which sounds really lonely. Also, they cryogenically freeze the people on there. The reason that the samurai is still alive is because they've cryogenically frozen them which is something that vault Tech also does. If you play Fallout 4, that's the beginning of the game.
0: It's true. It's true. Yeah, it, it is kind of interesting to think that cryogenic uh, freezing of bodies for preservation exists both on the Zayton ship and also in Vault 111.
1: Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Maybe they had, had something. Um. But yeah, it's having the samurai on the ship really goes to show that Aliens are not a product of the wasteland at all, and absolutely had been there for way longer than even just before the Great War. They've been there since, you know, long enough to have a samurai, but yeah, possibly even 400 longer than that. Four hundred
0: years, I believe, was the the time period um, that he came from. It was the sixteen hundreds or something like that um, in Japan? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they, they've been around for a long time, uh, potentially influencing world events. And of course, mm-hmm. some of the very early episodes of this podcast, there's, I even talked about speculation around, oh, I should have worn my shirt with, uh, I have a shirt. I'm wearing the fall at hub shirt today. I have a shirt on the store that says, uh, who dropped the bombs aliens. And there's a, um, Mr. Handy with the big hair, like the aliens guy from the history network or whatever that is. Uh, and yeah there's there's a shirt you can get on the robots radio story. you should go look it up um but yeah that was that was something speculated very early on was that maybe the aliens were behind the dropping of the bombs and there's some evidence for that that they may have infiltrated and effectively taken over um the minds of some of the soldiers and actually initiated that but then again there's lots of evidence for other things too so who do we really know i don't know
1: (laughs) Something else to consider in terms of who all really had access to alien tech uh, before the bombs went off is that um, Nuka World even has animatronics inspired by the Zaytans as an exhibit. Like You can go and see them. It's part of the the fun of Nuka World is that you can see some aliens inspired by these aliens that actually do exist in the game. Mm So that's interesting as well. Right. Just how, how many things did they really influence? It seems right. like they're everywhere.
0: Right. Yeah. Like there must have been a common, a, a general sense of what aliens look like among the populace. Right. Probably and based not, on real, actual events.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us looking at them, these, the design of these aliens is pretty basic. It's not hard to be like, oh, maybe they just like, maybe it's a coincidence, but... For yeah. this universe, it was set up in this way. These are this is a direct callback to the mm-hmm. Um You also find out in Fallout seventy six that they have a little something else working with them. If any of you are into cryptids and know about the Flatwood Monster in Fallout seventy six, um, it's a creature that actually works with the Zayans, even though it doesn't seem necessarily related to aliens. It kidnaps and mind controls humans in order to help abduct
0: them. (laughs) (laughs) That seems to be the case, yeah. 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 Which is pretty terrifying. Right. And he seems to be uh, left on the planet without necessarily a way home, as far as we can tell. We need to dive into the cryptids on some future episodes. I think those would be really, really cool episodes, especially as Halloween is getting closer. Um, And I can't wait for you jumping into Fallout 76 to run into your first Flatwoods monster. I have seen th- seen it maybe three times in the wild in the game and I have played I don't know four or five hundred hours of the game so um it's, there are very rare creatures that you come across on occasion. Uh, the different types of Mothmen. Um, a, a number of these cryptids that you come across are actually very, very rare. And uh, sometimes when you come across them, it's a little bit of a surprise. Uh, so I can't wait for you to stumble on one and just see what happens. One event where I did come across a Flatwoods monster, he was he must have glitched out. He was just hanging out on top of like a hill below me. So I was looking down a ravine, and then there was up another hill, and then down again. And he was just like hanging out on the ravine, not moving and he wasn't doing anything. He was just sitting there, floating around with his purple lights. And huh. I, could, I could go up to him and kind of look at him, and he didn't react. I turned around. I turned back around, and he disappeared. He was just gone, which was super spooky. But I think the spooky. game glitched out, like he wasn't actually there, but it was still showing his model. And then when mm-hmm. it refreshed that frame or something, uh, whatever, wherever he was, he wasn't there anymore. Um, and then I reloaded because I quick saved or no, I, no, I died. I died because you can't save in 76 I died and came back to that location and instead it was like a bear it's like the game spawned in a bear on that spot instead of the uh, Flatwoods monster and I was huh. like I was like ah oh, crap I was hoping I'd come across you know Flatwoods monster again yeah <laughs> so that's, that's one of my stories I, I can't wait to have you to have some of your yeah. own stories playing this game
1: I'm really excited to get into it
0: yeah so um I see in the show notes that you have other alien encounters as well. So what else What else do we know about other alien encounters in these games?
1: So there's a few other ones. Um, in 2161, the Brotherhood of Steel found unidentified alien bodies in a spacecraft. I'm, I think it was like three aliens or something like that. Um, but it's expected that... They found many more than that, that that's just record of one of one spacecraft they encountered, but really they've been kind of stockpiling and using alien tech and researching this more than we know, Um, which is kind of the theme for all of this is just, you know, we have no idea, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it seems like they're everywhere. And so, yeah, so Brotherhood of Steel had them. And if you go. um, Can't remember what it's called. Do I have it? Oh, in the Citadel um you find alien power cells in the citadel if you look and those are ones that the brotherhood has just kept around Mm
0: -hmm. which is
1: interesting and then in uh 2241 a faction from fallout 2 called i mean the short name is the she they have a longer name but they also found unidentified aliens and spacecraft um in new vegas if you have the wild wasteland trait you can encounter three live Zaydens and their ship. And (laughs) And in Fallout 4, if you reach level 20, you can watch a UFO crash out of the sky and land near Oberlin Station, where you then will follow... A fantastic green blood trail to find an injured alien which you can then kill and
0: loot. <laughs> That's great. That's great. And in 76 there are hints of alien stuff around. There is a location where there are restraints, I believe. In like a, a, one of the hidden... Um, I need to look into this more. Because I came across it in the game and I didn't look into all the details around it. But there are some bunkers that you can unlock. Uh, and there are uh, what appear to be alien... Stuff in one of the bunkers with some restraints and things like some place that they had had captured one and we're doing experiments or something on that uh, It might have to do with the Flatwoods monster So yeah, it's this is something that has been in the game since the very beginning and this isn't a Bethesda invention um, a lot of people like to say that the Bethesda games are wackier and sillier than some of the earlier games but this is this is something that's been in it from the very beginning, and Bethesda has carried forward in their storytelling. So it's been around for a long time. Any uh, any last thoughts on aliens?
1: I think you know. <laughs> I think, we don't know.
0: Well, <laughs> I think we just don't know anything. I love how people. I love how people use the acronym UFO to mean alien ship when it just means unidentified flying it object. It could mean it anything. Could, like, have you ever seen a UFO? Well, yes. I have. There are plenty of things I've noticed flying in the sky, and I wasn't sure exactly what it was. So, yes. <laughs> you know, like, that always is funny to me. Um, well, cool. Well, let's move into the middle of the show, and then we will come back at the end of the show, and we will chat with some of you guys live and answer some of your questions, because I know some of you guys have some questions and some thoughts. So, whether you have questions or just thoughts on some of the stuff that we've mentioned, feel free to drop that in chat while we go through the middle of the show stuff, and we'll reference it in just a little bit. or Parasite from South Korean Netflix, over a hundred different countries. All you have to do is change your location and refresh Netflix or whatever, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. In fact, when I set it up for myself, I was surprised at how easy it was. It just installs and then loads up and works. And it works on more than just PCs, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and so much more. So if you want to access hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash falloutlore, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash falloutlore, expressvpn.com slash falloutlore to learn more. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. So as always, you can help support the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash lorecast. Our patrons are amazing. We are at above $400 a month which means by the end of this month if we stay there we'll be doing a giveaway. We'll be giving away something to our patrons and everybody who's a patron gets an entry in. If you are a higher tier patron you get more entries in and you could potentially get a bundle of t-shirts and stickers and all sorts of fun fall lorecast swag that I will be sending to you. So now is your chance to sign up if you'd like to be involved with that. Also, uh, patrons at a level uh, four will get to join us at the end of the month or the, yeah, the end of the end of the month episode where we have their patron chat. So you've got that as well. There's lots of other things you can get as well, including anybody who I believe it's tier two or higher gets access to all of the pre-show and post-show chat from the uh, patron episode, which is, of course, always fun and silly. Um, so there's lots of things you can do to help support the show with Patreon. All right. Let's get back to the rest of the episode.
1: If you Questions about Nuka World? I'd be delighted to answer them.
0: All right. We are at the part of the show where we get to wrap things up and chat with you guys. Thank you for all of you for being here. And thanks again to Tunaversal. If you guys don't follow Tunaversal on Twitch, you need to. He streams Fallout 76 every day and has been doing an awesome job. He's one of my favorite streamers to watch Fallout 76. And um, some of his crowd is here today because he's hosting us. We have some questions in chat. So... Um, so we got a question here. Wandering what uh, from Patriot-, jello face. <laughs> Patriot Games USA? What does the Enclave know about the aliens? Um, that's one of the things we speculated in the earlier part of the episode. Was that because the Enclave is connected to people who are in people who are among the Enclave are also people who are. Movers and shakers politically and among some of the the most important people in the country in the United States during the time of the war so um, scientists uh, CEOs of corporations people like that that chances are they had extensive knowledge of whatever alien technology was found at the time So I think I think you can probably say that's most likely a, a definite and it may explain some of the advances in in enclave technology even after the war uh, Shades303 writes here, do you think there's going to be an Alien Legendary run? Uh, Lainey, the Legendary run is the um, board game that you play through as you collect points in 76. It's one of the new things they put out. Um, it's really cool. The current one that actually rolls out tomorrow I believe is like G.I. Joe style themed. It's like military. The previous one was like uh, space adventure type stuff. But yeah, I, I totally expect there to be like an Alien a Legendary run, a Brotherhood one, a um, um, a number of different Nuka-Cola one. Like, there's going to be some for all sorts of different things, I would think. So, uh, Patriot Game says, does the NCR have any hints about aliens? I don't remember anything from the NCR. Did you come across any of that? I didn't your, find anything. In your research? Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, Caesar's Legion or House? Um, Mr. House was influential Mr. at the time. I... Don't know that there are any specific, there's not specific evidence that he had access to alien technology, but being that he was somebody who was in the know and very, very influential pre-war, I, I wouldn't doubt that he might have known something or at least known about them. Um, hmm. But I don't know, I haven't seen any evidence that he was using alien technology as such. Most of the uh, technology he's using was all regular technology, like the, um, the, uh, the robots that he employed, the uh, technology in his casinos, those kinds of things. Uh, The Rook Gaming says do you think that Brotherhood hid the fact there were more bodies because they found tech they uh, that had yet to be discovered Yes, the Brotherhood is Extremely secretive with all of their things and we're talking here about a time During the period of uh, the first hundred years after the war, so we're talking fallout one time frame and the Brotherhood during fallout one was very very uh, isolated, they were very remote, and the the only reason that your the protagonist of Fallout one even gets into the bunker is because you go on what is supposed to be a quest that is supposed to kill you and somehow you survive and get them what they need and they're astonished and go okay well maybe you'll be useful to us um, but you're not initiated as a member of the Brotherhood in Fallout one you are not uh, you're not told their secrets none of that stuff you're, you're the information you get from is very very limited at that time the Brotherhood by Fallout 3 is way more open to outsiders and bringing in information and sharing information, um, they're still still pretty closed off, but they're way more open than other groups of the Brotherhood, like in Fallout 1 or Fallout 4. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could totally see that being a thing. What do you think, Lainey?
1: I agree. I think that if they knew anything, they absolutely would keep it a secret. It gives them a one-up against everyone else, especially if they don't know how prominent aliens might be in other areas of the world, um, or the world, but I guess the wasteland or... Who else has alien technology if they think that it's something that can differentiate them from the rest of the wasteland and make sure that they have the power? Absolutely. Brothers of Steel is going to keep that as much of a secret, as much of lockdown that they can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, um... So we have a few more questions here, and then we'll wrap it up. Nielsbub uh, <laughs> writes, I heard something about Preston Garvey having connections to Elder Scrolls. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird uh, theories out there about characters connected to other, the, to the Fallout and Elder Scrolls connecting together. Um, our interview with Pete Hines on the Fallout Hub, he he very clearly said, guys, there's if it's in there, it's it's just a silly little Easter egg that some developers put in. There's no official connection. So chances are it's not It's nothing more than just, you know, a a little bit of an Easter egg. Uh, Most of the theories people come up with are totally not even that. They're just really reaching at stuff. Um, Let's see. We have one more, uh, maybe two more. Do the aliens know about humans knowing about aliens? That's a good question. I would guess yes. <laughs> I think probably. Probably. probably.
1: Um, I imagine that after the the Area 51 California crash incident, definitely they think that people are like on to them.
0: Mm-hmm. So the Rook Gaming has a good question, and we'll wrap this one up. We'll wrap the episode up with this question. What do you all think about Vault Tech using living aliens to create the vault, its experiments, and so on? Well... Um, I have to stop here. Nicholas Booz. thank you for subscribing to the Patreon. We just got a notification. Appreciate it. Welcome. Welcome to the Patreon. Um, so, using living aliens to create the vault, it, its experiments, and so on. We know that vault Tech. Was most likely connected to the government and if they were connected to the government they have may have had connections also to the enclave those three entities may have actually been closer to each other than we know if that's the case they may have had access to alien technology which means things like cryo freezing could have been something that was carried over from alien spacecrafts and used in vault 111 the use of living aliens to create the vaulted ex- ex- experiments and so on I'm not sure about that do you have any I think it'd be
1: difficult to control.
0: Yeah, from what we know about the aliens, they are just kind of wild and crazy seeming. Mm -hmm. You know, like you go, you you play the expansion, uh, the Mothership Zeta, and you know they and they just like attack you and run around. There's no like communicating with them. There's no negotiating. It's we're gonna laser zap you in the face, die humans. Like very traditional, you know, 1960s B movie aliens, right?
1: Well, I imagine if they're intelligent enough to have the technology that they have to make it to our planet to essentially, you know, take advantage of us and use us, what business would they have trying to, like, work with us in any way? Or even if we forced them to, like, why would they cooperate? It doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know that they. It's a fun idea. I really
1: like the idea of Vault Tech bossing some aliens around, but I don't see it working out.
0: Yeah. So those are great questions. Um, I imagine, like the Aliens and Mars attacks, yes, which were a playoff of the <laughs> 1960s uh, B movie Aliens. Totally. Um. Yeah, so thank you for the questions. Those were awesome. I hope you guys join us again next Monday. Um, it's always nice to have you guys in the chat and asking questions and contributing to the show. It's it's really nice to have your thoughts. I love hearing other people's thoughts and questions about these things because there's only so much I can think of and only so much I or Lamy can research and, <laughs> and come up with. Um, also, you're noting the uh, the Brotherhood behind flag behind me. Yeah, I've got an Enclave flag over there, too. Uh, they came in the loot crate, so go look up old fallout loot crates and you'll, you'll find some of those and use the link in the show notes and the code to get 15 percent off wink wink all right so that's it laney you have anything else cool going on before we sign off and get into playing fallout 76 and getting your character up and running that's
1: the coolest thing i have going on
0: that's it that's your whole entire life that's congratulations yep, that's it. And my Kat- whole life has led up to this point and cat's pooping in the room next to you And cat. If you missed the pre-show, that was the pre-show conversation. So, (laughs) and the cat behind you right now in the video. Um,
1: That's the that is the culprit. (laughs) Awesome,
0: awesome. You guys can talk with Laney on the Discord. She's you can even just at Laney now, right? That's even though your official name is different. uh, You can just at Laney L A N E Y. Um, You guys know where to find me. All the different regular places, and that's going to be it for this episode. We're going to play the outro. We'll chat with you guys some more, and then we're going to switch over to streaming some Fallout seventy six. All right, thanks, everybody. Stay safe in the wasteland, and if you happen to see some Zatans flying around in the sky, try not to get captured in cryo-frozen, because who knows? Maybe 400 years from now, you'll end up in the next version of Fallout, like Fallout 110 or something. I don't know how many of them will be out 400 years from now. All right, here we go. See you guys later. plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things. And check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash robotsradio. This podcast was brought to you in part by our patrons at patreon.com slash Lorecast, including our Tier 5 patrons. Thank you so much to Firewriter for supporting the show. Also, if you're interested in business inquiries, advertising on the show, or applying to be a podcast on the Robots Radio Network, send me a message at falloutlorecast at gmail.com or robotsnetwork at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.